0: Navy week gets underway tomorrow and there'll be all sorts of things happening. Let's have a chat about that with uh, Commander Emma MacDonald Kerr, who is uh, the commanding officer of HMAS Encounter. Uh, Commander MacDonald Kerr, good morning. Good morning, Matthew.
1: Thank you for having me here today.
0: Pleasure. Now, tell me a little bit about Navy week. What's on show?
1: Fantastic. Well, thank you for the opportunity to talk about it. We're really excited to bring together a program of activities to celebrate Navy's birthday. We'll be turning 122 on the 1st of March next week. And leading up to that event, we've got three public events that we'd like to share with you. Uh, The first of those is the launch of Navy Week with a Navy band performance in Rundle Mall that'll be happening tomorrow between 12 and 2 p.m. Uh, Following on from that, will be a ceremonial sunset down in Glenelg on Friday evening and that'll be starting at 7.30 featuring the Royal Australian Navy Band. And then on Saturday, we'll have the sail training ship Young Endeavour hosting an open day in Port Adelaide and also we'll have the Navy Band, Navy Cadets and our community engagement team up there.
0: Okay, so a fair bit on for people to to get involved with. I can remember back in the day where a navy ship or a submarine, I reckon. Even did we have? No, we wouldn't have had subs. It must have been British or something. I don't know. Anyway, we I <laughs> definitely remember a submarine coming to Adelaide in the seventies, I think, and berthing at the port. But uh, ships would come in and people could line up and uh, tour through. Back in the day, does that still happen?
1: It does. Still happen and that'll certainly be an opportunity with Young Endeavour, which is our sail training ship, um, which runs the youth development program. Unfortunately, we weren't able to get any of our ships or submarines alongside to coincide with Navy week, but we're always working towards those opportunities and, and hope to bring some of those to the community in future.
0: What's the brief history of the uh, Navy, Emma, uh, if I can call you that, just by your first yeah, name? Please um, do, yeah. uh, So, all right, What's uh, obviously we, we had subs in World War One, didn't we? The AE-1, is that what it was called? Mm. That was lost off PNG somewhere going back? That's
1: right, yeah. So, well, just going even further back, mm. so in 1901, um, that's when all of the colonial navies uh, amalgamated into the Commonwealth Naval Forces. And then uh, on to 1911, that was when the Navy, the, as we know it today, the Royal Australian Navy was formed. Of course, we've just grown and increased in strength since that time. So our fleet that uh, was originally back 122 years ago is a very different one, of course, to the one that we're very proud to operate today. Um, and we do, in fact, you um, did talk about submarines and ships being in Adelaide, Um Of course, we do have them still here in Adelaide, um, but they're undergoing material upgrade and sustainment processes and also in the build. So unfortunately, they're generally not open to the public there, Uh, but certainly when we have our fleet units that are up and operating, visiting, um, that's an opportunity to come and visit them.
0: Yeah, indeed. How many people in the Navy these days?
1: In the Navy, we're around the 15,000 mark, but we are growing um, a further 25% um, over the next 15 years. So we've got some pretty ambitious growth targets.
0: Okay. All right. So, and that's across the board, I imagine. You don't necessarily need to go to sea to be part of the Navy.
1: Um, for most people, they will go to sea at some point in their careers, and I'd say that's probably the best bit. That's the exciting part, and the part where it really comes together as a team, um, I think. I think the reason a lot of us join as well, but certainly we do have a lot of roles ashore, which are essential for supporting our people at sea as well.
0: Yeah, okay. And uh, as a commander, now, HMAS, obviously, the um, uh, encounter, obviously a, a ship. Now, tell us about the encounter. What do you What do you do on that? Mm.
1: So, we call even our shore establishments ships and, and HMAS. As well. So, um, some people refer to them as the Stone Frigate. So, we are a shore establishment oh, so here. Wrong. Yes, in, in Adelaide. And our job, um, we operate a, a small headquarter element and we support all of the Navy people in South Australia. Um, and I think it's one of those, the service, I think when we think of Adelaide, it's, um, the presence of Army and Air Force is very visible, but often we don't see the work that is doing here. Uh, There's, of course, the people who are in the shipbuilding and the maritime sustainment elements. But if that happens beyond the gates of the shipyard, so it's a little bit invisible to the public. And then we've got a whole host of other people delivering really important capabilities, like out at Edinburgh, people who are working in electronic warfare, remote surveillance capabilities. Of course, we've got our recruiters in the city. Uh, We've got military police. A host of administrative team to make sure that um, everyone is really well supported and
0: able to focus on their job at hand. Mm. Okay. So, and getting to the rank of commander, I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. upper echelon stuff, I imagine. Uh, James Bond is a commander, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, is that unusual in this day and age, or is it common for, for women to ri- rise to these ranks and uh, and hold role? How many female commanders are there in the navy?
1: Oh I couldn't give you uh the number off the top of my head but I'm very proud to serve along a lot of other oh, fantastic good. women okay. and it's, it's actually becoming um I wouldn't say quite common but it's definitely more common these mm. days mm. um and so yeah we've got some um in fact um our head of navy engineering in the navy rear admiral is a woman mm. um we've got uh we've previously had a couple of rear admirals serving naval officers so Certainly, women are getting to the upper echelons of yeah. defence, and you may be aware, even um, in our army and air force colleagues. Um, in fact, the deputy chief of army at the moment is a serving woman. So
0: fantastic!
1: Yeah, very proud to serve among a great cohort of um, talented women.
0: And and that's the thing, isn't it? Okay, times are changing. We all get that, and and that's a, certainly a wonderful thing these days of uh, equal opportunity and all the rest. But uh, your uh, chosen career has traditionally been such a male dominated. I want to say industry, that's not the right word, but field certainly. And for women mm. to, to break through into these leadership roles um, increasingly, as you say, is is just wonderful.
1: Yeah, it is. It's an exciting time just to see all of those opportunities being open to women now. Mm. Um, there were still a few pathways when I joined that weren't open and that's since changed. So really for any woman who's looking to join today, um, yeah, you know, it's open to them which pathway they go down.
0: What made you interested in the Navy, Emma? Uh,
1: I really enjoyed, I think, a career that offered an exciting, unknown pathway, that sense of adventure. So that mm. was a big part of my desire to serve in the Navy. I didn't have a lot of background. I certainly hadn't been to sea before, Um it was really just an exciting pathway and the opportunity to part, be part of a team as well, and also the leadership opportunities that presented. I, I always enjoyed those things as a teenager and at school. Um, I was involved in cadet organisations as well, and that sparked my interest in joining in a full-time role.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And uh, look where it's taken. You're probably right across the world, I imagine.
1: Absolutely. I've been so fortunate to travel to places far and wide. Uh, I've enjoyed living in every state and territory in, in Australia, with the exception of, of Tasmania, and certainly travelled abroad, uh, to Europe, to the United States, to Africa and the Middle East over the course of my career and, of course, to Asia as well.
0: All right. And no doubt with your planned increase of 25%, as you said, you'd be encouraging people to inquire and younger people to, to consider it as a long-term career.
1: Absolutely. It's it's such a great opportunity, whether you start um, shortly after you finish school or whether you start later in life. In fact, we have a lot of people who join for the second or third career these days. They've done something else and they've always been a little bit interested and they decide to to have a look and see what the Defence Force offers. And uh, it's a fantastic place to start out for someone leaving school, but equally a fantastic place to transition to if you are later in life. And, And what. Not something different.
0: Yeah, yeah, indeed. Have you been in any uh, war zone type environment where you, you're thinking, "Wow, mm. this is this is really full on"?
1: Well, uh, I think the nature of our work does in- inherently come without dangers, and certainly operating a ship at sea, um, you know, does present dangers. But we are trained so well mm. um, that if you're presented by something like that, my experience has been that. Uh, muscle memory your training kicks in and you're prepared yeah. to respond so I've um, while I've felt that yes there are some dangers here I've always felt prepared as well which is really reassuring and also when you know that your team equally um, are there to support you yes. and they are well trained as well um, it's doesn't
0: present the challenges that you otherwise think it might fantastic well look great uh, luck with navy week starting tomorrow as you said the uh, the launch of navy week with the band in in the mall between 12 and 2 and uh, people can go along to that and all the other events on obviously there's a website as well i imagine uh, mm-hmm. that people can go to i guess you just google what navy navy week and that'll probably find everything you need
1: Yes, if you head to navy.gov.au, you'll be able to um, find your way to the information that'll be about all about Navy Week and particularly the information around what's happening here in Adelaide and we'd love to see members of the public come along so that we can share with them uh, what we do.
0: Wonderful. Commander Emma MacDonald-Kerr, lovely speaking with you and uh, all the very best with that and whatever may lie ahead.
1: Fantastic. Thank you so much, Matthew. Thank
0: thank you. Navy week starting tomorrow here, well, across the country, not just here, but certainly in the mall here tomorrow between 12 and 2.